comic. Why so serious? What? I'm here to talk to you about the Avenger mission. Logic. Dance off, bro! Me and you! Comic. What? Logic. Hey everybody, welcome to Comic Book Logic. I am your host Joe, and with me is always my co-host Kevin. Hello, I'm Batman today. <laughs> Going to do the whole thing in Christian Ben Affleck bad voice. That's not really the Ben Affleck bad voice. I know, but I need it to be like uh, I need like, it's a like robot Christian, voice. like Christian, yeah, Christian it's a, Bale. It's a Bale, robot. Yeah. It's a robot voice. <laughs> robot really Batman. underscores my nasally voice when I'm like <laughs> when I'm like this, and then I cut into my normal voice. <laughs> oh, I want to talk like Ben Affleck. Yeah, oh boy, she's party. <laughs> uh, so anyway, today we're in case you can't tell, we're talking about the 2017 cinematic masterpiece Justice League. Ooh. Um, wasn't terrible. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time. And uh, there we go. No, we're going to start off this podcast like we start off every podcast. Kevin, what did you know about the Just Us League? Meanwhile, at the Legion of Doom. <laughs> Everything I know about the Justice League, I learned from the, what, 60s, 70s cartoon? Uh, 70s cartoon. Used to show it uh, that, when, that was the Super when, Friends, Kevin. The Super Friends. The Justice League cartoon? It was kinda? called Super Friends. Okay, well, everything I know about the Justice yes, League, it was the I Justice learned League, yeah. from the Super Friends, because <laughs> when... Cartoon Network first existed, it was wonderful. And well into the night, they would show all these old cartoons. You get to watch Wacky Racers and... Those weren't that great. Those were pretty terrible. And And they were all racist, too. But what was great was there were only like six episodes each of all of those cartoons. We act like they ran for decades. No. But it was the same six episodes that you just... It's like the Honeymooners. (laughs) There weren't How many episodes of Super Chicken can you watch? Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Underdog. Well, that was a little later. For Super Chicken. No, so Underdog was in the seventies. Or was it sixties? Underdog was sixties. There you go. I loved. I love Rocky and Bullwinkle. Hong Kong Fooey. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of racist cartoons, <laughs> let's, get an, let's get a dog with Asian superpowers voiced by uh, Cab, uh, not Cab Calloway, uh, by Scatman Carruthers. Yeah. <laughs> yes. He's a gen. And he's a janitor yeah. by day. It's only Hong dog. Kong Fooey. Only job a Number dog one could super get. Guy. Yeah. Hong Kong Fooey. Quicker than the human eye. When are oh, we going to get the Hanna Barbera cinematic human. universe? That's what I want. <laughs> the dark Live action. <laughs> the dark um, universe. <laughs> the dark universe. Um, no, Justice League actually started in, weirdly enough, 1960, which you had said earlier. You'd think after the creation of these characters in the 1930s, it'd be like, hey, let's get all of them together. And just like Batman meeting Superman, which didn't happen until, like, I believe, 1984, the Justice League never got together until 1960. Gardner Fox, the writer at the time. Now, you, you're going to have to give me a little bit of, of, of leeway in a lot of this because I'm pulling a lot of these dates and names out of my butt. So mm. just in case, no one ever fact checks me on any of these things. So. No. 
Gardner Fox, I believe, was the writer at the time who put them all together in the 1960s where they fought Starro the Conqueror and Brave and the Bold. I think it was 20, uh, 28. Yeah, I was right. March yeah. 1960. There you go. Uh, they fought Starro the Conqueror, which was a giant starfish. Ooh. Yeah, it was the original Big Seven, as they were called, and still are called to this day, which involved Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, Flash, uh, Martian Manhunter, and I'm missing one, Aquaman. 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 Yeah. And, uh, and the only one that people are not really familiar with is Martian Manhunter, but those who like the Justice League cartoon of the 1990s, 2000s will remember Martian Manhunter as the green guy. Now, what of Apache Chief? He knocked Chuck! <laughs> I know me some Apache Chief. Yeah. Power was big. <laughs> Thanks, Apache Chief. That's all we needed. All right. I'll, I'll go back to the reservation. <laughs> Aww. Aww. Counting my casino money. <laughs> Poor Apache Chief. He had a great superpower. He could get real big. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great superpower. There are worse powers. Oh, yes, exactly. Uh, the Justice League was had, has been around in some form or incarnation since the 1960s. But, however, they really they got away from like, having like all of the big members in the book. Like, it would go, like, they would go away. And you get someone like... <laughs> Z- big members. Yes. <laughs> I see what you did there. Sorry. Uh, you get someone like sorry. I just want to make sure I'm recording. Yes. You get someone like Zatanna or, or, uh, or the Atom in... Uh, hmm. People that you'd see on DC's Legends of Tomorrow nowadays, ah. you're like, oh, they're a, they're a character, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, someone wrote that. Someone <laughs> created that character, played by someone from Glee or <laughs> something, from Glee you know. or Prison Break. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you leave Captain Cold alone. He's the best thing on television, <laughs> Captain Cold. <laughs> With his, I'm just going to read everything like this. I love him. We love him. My, whenever my wife and I do catch in with uh, catch up with the Flash, yeah, we're always just like super mad when Captain, Captain Cold's Cold. not nah. on there. And then when he's back, we're like, Yay, Captain Cold! He's gonna uh, say everything super funny, and dramatic, <laughs> dramatic, and then he's gonna say puns and then wink at us. <laughs> yes, they'll all be characters from like Legends of Tomorrow or or the Flash or or Arrow, as mm-hmm. it's called. Uh, oh, that yeah. show, yeah, <laughs> that's Arrow. still on the air. <sighs> yeah, uh, elongated man will be in the Justice League for some odd reason. He's on. He's just. He just appeared on Flash. I'm got super excited when they're like, <gasps> elongated man. <laughs> <laughs> that's his name. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Ralph Dibney, the elongated man. But so in, uh, I think it was 2006. Uh, no, not 2000. 1996. Hmm. Uh, they did a reboot. Uh, by Grant Morrison, the mad Scotsman Grant Morrison, did a reboot Ah, of Justice League called JLA, because it was the 90s, and we had to abbreviate everything. Yeah, we didn't have time. We didn't have time. Everything was too extreme. Too busy going. We were were living in the age of... We were in Dan Cortez's era. Yeah. We were living in Dan Cortez's world. (laughs) Dan Cortez's world. Just living in it. Um... Yeah, we had to abbreviate everything, JLA, where they brought back the big seven together. Mm-hmm. But it was always weird because they'd be like, well, we're going to kill off Superman. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Now he's electric Superman. Electric Superman. <laughs> yeah, so there was a time when it was electric Superman. Then it got split into red Superman and blue Superman. It was a whole thing. Oh, my and God. They would, yeah, it was, a, it was the thing. Where they brought back all the main characters, and then Aquaman lost his hand, and it was, you know. But anyway, it was really great. It, like, if you read the entire run of JLA, amazing. Mwah, brilliant. Especially the first, like, six to seven trade paperbacks. Mm. Gorgeous. Best, ba- best written Batman of all time. Mm. Um, 
And in 2011, they rebooted it once again to Justice League, where they would where they brought in uh, Cyborg as a member of the Justice League. Sure. Yeah, that was that's like the big the, the big change on that. One, I guess like, if you're gonna say anything, uh, but yeah, the Justice League it's not really that complicated. It's just let's get a bunch of the big name superheroes together and and have them fight a giant starfish. Sure. Which they did not do here. No. So then, there must be a nest nearby. I plotted all the sightings in Metropolis, Gotham. No pattern, I can see. The lines on the map don't converge. On land, these lead back to Braxton Island, between the two cities. Gotham Harbor. These are air vents. They all lead down to the tunnel to Metropolis project that was abandoned in 29. Do you really think that... Oh, wow, they just... They really just vanished. Huh? Oh. That's rude. Justice League. Yeah. It was all right. <laughs> Justice League was two hours of fine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's that, it wasn't two hours of... Uh, yeah. But, uh, well, we'll have to... I don't yeah. know. We'll have this to is, try to do something because it, when, this we is a really love, when we yeah. really love something, and we just... I mean, we saw it. I don't well, know. Like, it ended a half an hour, hour ago. ago like, yeah. you know, so we're we're definitely doing the hot take edition here, but... Takes. When we when we love the movie, when we're very excited and we're giggling about like Thor like two weeks ago, that's gr- that's you know can be fun to do. Yeah. Um, or when we really hate something like Man of Steel, or which was actually that one was just kind of depressing. Yeah. Um, let's say you know one of the other Thor movies. Yeah, you know that can be fun to tear apart as well. This. I mean, I had things I did not like. So I had things I liked. I maybe had things I... we can get to to that along the way. I, but, I honestly uh... think there are more things I liked about this movie than I didn't like about this movie. Hmm. Like the things I liked. Oh, okay. Let's just let's just go. Let's just go through. The, yeah, the, we can the, remember. I mean, we're going to try the, to the recap basis. it as as well as we can. Okay, so the movie starts off with. Uh, uh, a bunch of kids interviewing Superman. <laughs> like, oh yeah. What's your, what's your favorite thing about Earth? Well, did and then you ever find a hippopotamus? Yeah, yeah, he never answers that question. Yeah, because he's too busy trying to keep steady for the rotoscoping to take his mustache off. That's true. <laughs> I just wish they left the mustache in. Oh. Why couldn't they leave the mustache in? They should have left the mustache in because <sighs> that's how you know that time has passed. <laughs> it's the future. So he needs a mustache. Um, I think like we can let's just. I think the movie really starts off with uh, on the island of Themyscira, which we last saw in Wonder Woman over the summer, mm-hmm. where there uh, there's a box in a room, and there's a bunch of people shooting arrows at it, and they're holding the bow. You don't What's hold the box. Yeah, <laughs> it's what Paltrow's head. You don't hold a bow and arrow like that, like constantly, like ready to go. You're gonna lose your tension strength, and then you're gonna lose yeah. all the force of the arrow. Yeah, that's just that's just bows and arrows one one. I learned that from Dungeons and Dragons. Sure, uh, but the the I mean, I I think that Patty Jenkins Amazons would know that. Yes, but I feel like these dudes Scott's, directing uh, these guys, Zack Snyder's, here, yeah, no, Zach and Joss as we as I'm yeah. gonna call them now. And uh, the box is like shaking; it's like jiggling. And yeah. they're like, "Whoa, the box!" And Connie Britton's there, right? Not Connie Britton, Connie Nielsen, right? Yeah. Not Connie Britton. Yeah, different Connie. I always got, just like the last time, I got them confused. But the box starts jiggling, and they're like, oh, the box. And we're like, oh, we're supposed to care about this box for some reason. Sure. Like, it's important. It's obviously important. Yeah. Well, we get plenty of box position later. Box position. 
That's when they tell us all the story about what the boxes are for. <gasps> the box, there's a crack forms in the box. Yeah. And, uh, it, it, and then we meet the bad guy, Steppenwolf. Yeah. And Kevin starts making Steppenwolf jokes oh, from now God. on. <laughs> now remember, kids, Steppenwolf was a band popular for hits like uh, Magic Carpet Ride and Born to, be uh, Wild. Born to Be Wild and none others. That's it. Those are the two. Yeah. That's, that's it. it. That's, that's plenty. That's really and it. they're very different songs. So that <laughs> goes to show Magic you. Magic Carpet Ride, one of the greatest songs of all time. It's a very good song. Born to be Wild, one of the most annoying songs of all time. Very annoying. Played well, at the grocery store. Yeah. Well, Born to be Wild is one of those things that they play in a movie when a nerdy character is trying to be badass mm-hmm. and they play Born to be Wild. Right. They play it and it's like he's changed his look and he's going to try yeah. hard, but like, wait for it because he's going to be, he's still the nerd. Yeah. What will happen so is he's going to do something. So like if you have a movie and you have a scene where a guy gets on the motorcycle and he revs the motorcycle and the yeah. motorcycle takes off and he falls off the back of it. Right. That's what Born to be Wild will be playing o- right. over. Yeah. Just so you guys are aware in movie making 101. That's how that works. <laughs> That's how my film class works, yeah. by the way. So, uh, well, even, I think even prior to that, we do get to see Batman. Oh, and yeah. He, he's trying to fight a guy. Yeah, he fights and a guy. What he's actually up. trying to do is use the guy as bait. I get a fear. Are you afraid? I smell it. Yeah, to bring the bug men. Now, you, these are the bug men. I, I smell your fear. That we saw. In your poops. <laughs> you poop your underwear. <laughs> Is that what it is? When, whenever anyone <laughs> says they smell fear, they always say like, "Oh, it's pheromones." But I think in reality, they you smell, smell the poop. They smell poo and pee. Yeah, <laughs> smell the poop. I they smell poo and pee because the parademon shows up. He's like, "Hey, you poop your pants." <laughs> I'm parademon. <laughs> I gotta get me some of that. <laughs> oh no, it's actually Batman. <laughs> Batman, did you poo your pants? And then it begins one of the. And he men- says, "No, I would never do that." That he be, it begins one of the many scenes of people holding on to parademons while they're flying around. Yeah, it's like if I could, they're very strong. If I could come up with one trope that this movie does, it's that or it's not even a trope. It's just like they keep on really relying on the I'm going to hold on to this guy while he flies around. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what this movie's all about. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we we learn that the parademons and when they when the parademons explode, they leave the mark of three boxes. Yeah. Which is which convenient. Is, yeah, very convenient. Yeah. It's, it's, Leads them directly to something, yeah, I guess. I don't uh, know. There's going to be three squares. Yeah. Three squares. Circle gets a square. <laughs> <laughs> that center square, Charles Nelson Riley. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Batman. <laughs> Charles Nelson Riley? Aren't you dead? But yeah, we have a we'll big... We'll bring s- him back with the mother box. <laughs> we have a big... <laughs> I'm not even that drunk. <laughs> We have no. You've had three sips of cider. Yes, this but, point, I, but I also so. haven't like had a haven't drank yeah. in how long? Well, and that's been sitting in my fridge. It's fermenting four years ago when you brought it, and so <laughs> just a little background for our listeners yes. on on what's going on here in the studio, aka uh, my family room. <laughs> so here's the backstory. Uh, I broke my back about six <laughs> months ago, and I've been on painkillers, so I don't drink. So. Yeah. Except with me, uh, apparently. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm not. A, I'm, not I'm a terrible yeah. influence. Yeah. So I, I'm off the painkiller, <clears throat> so I can drink more. So yeah, we do get a big like Skyrim battle oh, yeah. on the mascara. Yeah, and I gotta say, the half finished CGI version of uh, Steppenwolf who shows up, <laughs> he just looks like something someone made in a class. Yeah, you know. Um, not really buying it. Voiced by... Syrian Hines. Syrian Hines from uh, Game, Game of Thrones, Thrones and probably other stuff, but uh, you mostly he, oh, know Rome. him as Rome. Ah, yes, Rome. He plays, he plays Caesar in Rome. That, right, that yeah. one season show that everyone's obsessed with. It was two seasons. All right. Two season show, fine. 
Yeah, everyone's obsessed with everybody. Just history nerds, as opposed to the three season show uh, Deadwood. Deadwood that everyone's yeah. obsessed with. Yeah. Which I've actually never seen, but I need to watch because Timothy Oliphant is in it. I, I I watch it and I'm just like, I don't care about cowboys. It's cowboys swearing. Yeah, I don't. I don't care. <laughs> I just don't care. It's I don't. I don't like westerns. Oh yeah, I, I don't love westerns, but you like westerns more than I do. That's probably true. And yeah. I and I have a we have a funny obsession in my house. Well, I have a funny obsession in my house with uh, Timothy Oliphant because of the show Justified. Yeah, you do. Love Where Justified. every time uh, we're watching a show and someone is on the show who was in Justified, it's a thing now. Where I lean over to Kristen and I go, Kristen, guess what show he was in? <laughs> and now she knows to go. Was he in Justified? And I goes, he was in Justified. <laughs> Yeah. I, always, I always look at uh, Timothy Oliphant as the uh, poor man's Bill Paxton. Mm. I could see that. Well, but now he's now just, he's Bill just Paxton. Bill Paxton. Because Bill Sorry. Paxton's dead. Yeah. Which <laughs> is not Timothy Oliphant's fault. That I know of. <laughs> that we know of. Okay, so anyway. <clears throat> uh, yeah. There... So he wants the box. He calls it the mother box. <laughs> I want the box. Give me the box. You got out of the box. Give me the box. And yeah, the uh, mother box. he takes it, and then he's off. He's off. He, he goes to get a big... We also get to see Wonder Woman uh, foil, I guess, a terrorist attack. By Bruce guys, Bolton. Yeah, some guys are going to yeah. try to blow some stuff up Yeah, because to take humanity back to the dark age. It was unnecessarily complicated. They could have just been robbing the bank. Yeah, exactly. That's it what I was thinking. It didn't have to be anything. Yeah. It's like they're, they're going to take hope away from well, mankind. The, I mean, or... I guess... <sighs> Well, it, we're, it, this gets a little ahead of ourselves, but I guess that's the idea that they're trying to do in this movie, and this is a, a theme that fails, yeah. where they're trying to make it that Superman's death means that there's no hope in the world, and then that's what a yeah. lot of these disparate kind of baddies on various scales are going to try to take advantage of. Yes. This does not work. No. It's, I will it's, say that now. It's 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 not that it doesn't work, but it's not that it it works. It's it's hard. It's like a middle ground. It's it's not it's not something that works well. How about it that? doesn't. I, I'm going to just say it does not work yeah. because the bulk of this movie is just you know the CGI. Like the bad guy shows up and he says, "I'm evil," and then they're like, "We have to fight you," and then that's what happens. Yeah. So then then Batman's going to say like, "Okay, Alfred." I need to recruit the Justice League. <laughs> I'm calling them the Justice League now. <laughs> it's a good name. I just invented it. I copyrighted it. <laughs> Copyright Bruce Wayne. <laughs> we got to get that fast guy. <laughs> we got to get that bearded water guy. Bearded water guy. We got to get the robot. <laughs> who need robots? And Someone get we, us some robots. And then we got to get Wonder Woman, who I have a crush on. But don't tell anyone. <laughs> don't Alfred, don't tell anyone about my crush on Last Wayne, are you drunk again? <laughs> drunk on my crush on Wonder Woman. Wait, I gotta do Jeremy. Jeremy Hans, Master Wayne, are you drunk again? <laughs> okay, sorry, it's like I I have to. That's the way I do. Psych yourself up in. When, when I have certain impressions, that I have to say the person's name in that impression in order to do the impression. <laughs> like Michael Caine, I have to do like that. In uh, in for for Jeremy Hans, I have to say Jeremy Hans. Yeah. You yeah. have to activate it. Yeah, I have to activate <laughs> Christopher Walken. <laughs> it's my Apache chief powers. Uh, yes, yeah, so he's like, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get the, I gotta get the Justice League together. So he, first of all, he goes and he looks on the clip art from Lex Luthor. Right. <laughs> he goes and finds my it. favorite bit from Batman Superman. He someone had someone designed the clip art yes. for each file. <laughs> he, yeah, 
he was like, I need this. And that's so a thing I would do, so I appreciate that. <laughs> or I would spend, like, f- my thing, though, that the, the thing that the difference between me and Les Luthor is that he follows through on it because what I would do is spend four hours trying to figure out how to do it. Yeah. Never be able to figure out how to do it yeah. and then just be like, screw it. I'm out of time. I don't yeah. have time to do this anymore. And then yeah. I like kick something on my way upstairs. <laughs> like that's generally, that's why I'm not like Luther. So then he, he goes up to like the Arctic Circle or like Iceland or something like that to get yeah. Aquaman. And Aquaman's yeah, just standing there. Yeah. Like it's such an abrupt, weird you see like bruce wayne like leading a donkey up a hill and you're like he does, doesn't he have like a bat boat that he could just take to the arctic circle or like a bat plane that he could fly in or something he does we later yeah, find we, out we that he has that. like 12 different vehicles with guns on him he's like alfred park the, the bat plane over there i gotta take the bat donkey up to this village <laughs> the bat donkey <laughs> so they say t- he takes the the bat donkey up to the village and he's like uh, I need to find out about Aquaman and the three squares. And Aquaman's like, screw you, I'm going in water. Not enough underwater talking in this movie. No. It's definitely implied that they don't talk underwater. Because no. They, we never they, create a, they create a bubble. Yeah, and then they talk in Mira that. does. Mira, his, his like girlfriend in the movie, I think, what's her name? Who's she played by? Played by Johnny Depp's girlfriend. Oh, Amber Heard. Or is that Amber Heard who plays Mira? I don't know. Uh, it's it's someone. It's it's a uh, it's an actress. Yeah. Okay. But I yeah, that's you. the next thing that Steppenwolf does is he attacks Atlantis because it turns out in exposition yeah, Amber Heard. Amber Heard. Okay. It turns out in exposition that there were three mother boxes. Three and that mother boxes. And that the only way that Steppenwolf was defeated on his first attempt to take Earth was that the Atlanteans. The, mm-hmm. the Amazons, Amazons Amazonians. And, yeah, and then a bunch of dudes. And then a bunch of humans. A bunch of just guys running uh, around on horses. Uh, well, combined together to attack Steppenwolf, and there was, like, gods. And the Green Lantern was there. We got to see yeah, Green Lantern, which was Green cool. Lantern flew around. You got very excited. I, got, I was like, it's Green Lantern! It was, I was sitting next to Joe, and he had the very a very Joe reaction <gasps> to seeing Green Lantern. <laughs> it's the same thing as when they say the name of the movie in the movie. That's the same reaction I had. A little bit. A little bit like that. And they never said Justice League in this movie, which upset me a yeah, lot. That's true. Uh, yes. So they get together and they steal the boxes and then, so the Amazonians take their box and then the, the Atlanteans take their box underwater and then the, the humans are just like, uh, bury it? Let's just bury ours in Russia. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. It's not Russia no, yet, it? but it will be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll bury it in Soviet Union. <laughs> no one looks for anything in Soviet Union. <laughs> Except Trump Fassier. <gasps> so. We'll bury it with the P-tape. <laughs> with the P-tapes. The <laughs> the Atlantean box, uh, Steppenwolf is like, I gotta get that underwater box. Yeah. And so he goes down to underwater to get the underwater box. And then Jason Memo is like, I'm gonna get all, you know, doing all the stuff yeah, underwater. They fight for a few minutes yeah. and then he it's takes the box. very hard to fight underwater. Did you ever see, uh, what's it, the Living Daylights, where they, no, not Living Daylights, uh, Thunderball, where they do the whole underwater fight scene? Mm -hmm. That's what it should have been like, just like really awkward underwater fighting. (laughs) It's really hard to fight underwater. Yeah. Uh, Thunderball also had a (laughs) jetpack. Thanks for that, Kevin. (laughs) 
I'm just filling in the backstory. <laughs> filling it in. It's funnier when you get the references. <laughs> and that's where we meet Amber Heard's Mira, right. who's, who's got a great costume, by the way. Very screen accurate and very uh, very comic book accurate. Yeah. It's, but she's got to talk to... Completely to, unnecessary. Yeah, she doesn't Because <laughs> you she need is. her for when they do the Aquaman movie. Yeah. yeah the, the, the sequel to the Vincent Chase uh, Entourage Aquaman movie. <laughs> Yeah, but they, they she creates a bubble so they can talk. But I'm like, why would the Atlanteans go underwater if they just can't talk underwater? What would be the point of that? It's unclear to me. Like, they obviously have gills. I, I don't understand <laughs> Do they? exactly. Do they have I mean, gills? They must. They don't have, I don't, he didn't look like he had gills. I was looking. But they breathe underwater. They must. Yeah, they, maybe he. Maybe they got something else. They don't have gills, I'll tell you that. This is where... So they explain... <laughs> oh, this is gills' time to shine. They explain the hell out of everything else in this movie. <laughs> they don't explain how And they don't up. talk about the whole Atlantis he thing. Need, Aquaman doesn't have gills. How does he breathe underwater? I don't know. The, the magic. <laughs> the magic of Atlantis. Gills makes more sense. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> They yeah, don't have what, to be on his but, neck. Oh, they that's could be true. Wherever. That's true. They could be on his on his on his. I don't know why gills are always on your neck. Nobody well, because that's through their neck. Well, but the, the the we have our we breathe our lungs. These lungs are here. I mean, they could be on um, your side I, yeah. as long as they can get to your lungs. Yeah, I guess this is obviously. Well, you the don't time even need to be through your lungs because all it needs to do is diffuse oxygen into blood vessels. That's, that's all it true. needs to do. So it could be on your ass. It could be. <laughs> that's, maybe that's where his gills are. Hey, gill ass, get over here. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, that's enough with the Atlantean backstory. We also get to meet Barry Allen, the Flash. Yeah, who we haven't Ezra already Miller. had. We already haven't had four seasons of uh, television to tell us who Barry Allen is. Yeah, he's the fastest man alive. He tells mm-hmm. us that at the beginning of every episode. But every episode, he's got to fight someone who's faster than him. So <laughs> right, <laughs> fastest man alive, except, except for, for these this. nine other people. <laughs> well, Tenth fastest. I, one of the things I loved about this, and I know you have to be a, a geek who watches The Flash on TV to understand this, but at the beginning they're like, he visits his dad who's in prison for killing his mom, but he yeah. believes he's innocent. And I'm like, yeah, we all know. They solved that mystery three seasons ago. <laughs> right, exactly. And then they killed John Wesley Ship in the second season. Yeah. But his dad is played by Billy Crudup, also known as uh, Dr. Manhattan. Yeah. From Watchmen. Yep. It was kind of interesting to see him there, because I know you were like, you were like, you were like, guy? is that Billy Crudup? And I'm like, that's who it is. Thank you. Because he had weird hair. He did I don't have know. weird hair. He just looked off. He's looking like 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 Bill from Twin Peaks. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Or Bob, do you Bob, mean? Bob. The evil? Yeah, Bob. Evil Bob? Yeah, evil Bob from Twin Peaks. That's what yeah. he's looking a little bit like. Mm-hmm. But who knows? Prison, prison does stuff to you, man. Changes a man. Changes a man. But yes, uh, Ezra Miller is playing a slightly uh, uh, socially awkward Barry Allen. Yeah, very slightly. He's it's, he's fun. He's the comic relief. He's he's there to throw out the jokes. He's got all the jokes. He's like the Flash. He, he he throws out the jokes as fast as he can. Mm-hmm. And you know, some of them stick, some of them don't. But you know, we're catching what he's throwing. We like it. <laughs> we like it. They it's can't good. all be winners. They can't all be winners. But that's the DC Cinematic Universe uh, motto. <laughs> motto. <laughs> can't all be winners. <laughs> can't all be Wonder Woman. They, they all uh, they meet up in the Bruce in in Barry Allen's uh, little little train yard apartment. Yeah. So they can all meet and talk. And Bruce Wayne's wearing a vest with way too many buttons. Mm-hmm. No, no mortal man should have that many. That's hubris. It's just absurd. <laughs> you're playing with you're you're. That's an affront to he God. He has the like the pin. Yeah, through he the, just through the collar. It's just the whole thing. Just like I don't. I was obsessed to... with Bruce Wayne's fashion in this uh, this movie. Yeah, I mean he, I think wore... he had a knit tie at some point, and he kept on looking like he was he was uh, he was alternating between like a fat. 
Ben Affleck and not like a built Ben Affleck. Like sometimes he would look like he's really swole. Those I'm assuming are the reshoots. <laughs> it's like he, all of a sudden he just lost a lot of, he just gained a lot of weight. Yeah. Like now he's fat like. Well, if you don't keep at it, all that just turns, turns into, into fat. fat. Yeah, I, I'm aware. I'm, yeah. I'm aware. Fat fleck. Yeah, fat fleck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes he was just, I was just like, whoa, he let himself go for this scene. <laughs> yeah, it's like Lethal Weapon 2 when Mel Gibson's hair length changes, changes. from scene to scene because they had all those reshoots and you're like, what is happening to his like, hair? Like Ben Affleck goes from like, like he's like, when he's on the plane and he's shaving, he's like all chiseled. Yeah. And then the next scene he's jowly. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. Batman should be jowly. Yeah, they should have CGI'd that off too, but the mustache <laughs> yeah. took all the dollars. Kevin's obsessed with Henry Cavill's mustache. I, I'm missing his mustache. They should have just left it. The best thing about that is, is that it's re, it's way easier to just grow back a mustache. Yeah. I mean, he's doing reshoots for Mission Impossible 6 at the same time. Right. And the studio wouldn't let him shave the mustache. I'm like, it, it was his contract, but it's so stupid. It can't be that hard to put on a fake mustache. Right. As opposed to digitally taking out a mustache. And it's Mission Impossible. Everything is fake on that. No they could have just cares. ripped off the mustache. Yeah. At the end of the movie, he could have ripped off the mustache right. and everyone would have been like, it's Superman. It's oh, my God. <laughs> And then he puts on the glass, and they're like, oh, no, wait, it's Clark Kent. <laughs> um, also, we get to meet the final member of the Justice League, Victor Stone, a.k.a. Yes. the Cyborg. Cyborg, robot who's, man. Who's, uh, Miles Dyson is his father. Right. Exactly. Miles Dyson, come with me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, why isn't Miles Dyson allowed to play with robots? That's Didn't true. we learn anything from Terminator 2? That's true. He should not be messing with it. So mm. he used the humans. Yeah, Mother Box. Uh, Mother Box, which uh, I don't know. I guess they found they it. They found it in World point. War One. They found it during World War One. They dug it up. And uh, the he, was, DC he universe... calls it the change engine. Yeah, the change engine. And it and uh, then at the at the same time his son was in an accident, yeah. and he almost died, and he used the box to make him into a robot. But the the sort of the gag with his costume i guess i'm probably not using gag or costume in the correctly here Mm -hmm. but the thing with him is like it changes and it's like constantly doing something different (laughs) yeah so all of a sudden he's like oh i can fly now yeah and he's like oh i can have like uh you know youtube videos come out of my hands change engine is actually my third favorite fleetwood mac album (laughs) (laughs) you're hanging on to that one i appreciate (laughs) that that's a good one <laughs> you know, right after uh, Tusk. Yeah, Tusk. Tango in the Night. <laughs> I love Tango in the Night. I don't. I will go to bat for that album. <laughs> because rumors, Tusk, Change Engine, Tango in the Night. You forgot the self-title. Self-title's great. Yeah, but that's not seventy-five. That'll be that'll be after after uh, Tango in the Night. Really? Rank? Yeah. You're, I don't, are you I ranking? I don't care about Fleetwood Mac. Okay. Okay. Well, that's why I said, it was my, it up. I said it was my third favorite Fleetwood Mac album. Yeah. Right after Rumors. Tango in the Night has Everywhere, yeah. which yeah. is uh, which is amazing. It's a great song. Anyway. <laughs> it's Christine McVie's greatest song. So they get together, and the Justice League gets together. So Fleetwood Mac gets together, and they all have sex with each other, and the band breaks up. Exactly. So the Justice League gets together, and they're trying to, so they, and they fight. Uh, they find out that, that Steppenwolf is stealing a bunch of people from Star Labs, which I thought was funny because of the whole Barry Allen thing. Right. Because um, he's trying to find the third one, the he's human He's trying one. to find the change engine. Mm-hmm. 
And they, they go to a fight in the tunnels underneath Gotham City, under Gotham Harbor. Mm-hmm. And it's this whole CGI thing where we get to see them all in action. It's actually not a bad action scene. I like it quite a bit. It was fun. Yeah, yeah. it was good. It was a you lot get, of, it was all, for some of them, it was them like really doing something for the first time. Like yeah. for Cyborg and Flash, it was them kind of doing mm-hmm. something. And then the rest of them trying to kind of do no. their own thing. But obviously, they're not great at it yet. Yeah. And they're not working together very well. Yeah, yet, and which, Aquaman hasn't shown up made yet. Made sense. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They, they, you know, they they did. It, it was very good. Each person had their own utility role, which is guy. Everyone except Batman was was useful, <laughs> right? <laughs> Batman's just like I, I'm just I'm just gonna uh, hope yeah. I'm gonna hang back. Well, he has a giant <laughs> spider thing He's got his, with guns. Just like every time you needed Batman, Batman was like, I got a big robot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. basically. Yeah. So after they 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 lose the uh, they lose the little battle, they get all the people out, all the people that he kidnapped from Star Labs out, mm-hmm. and they they but he floods the tunnel and everything, and they manage to escape. Blah blah blah. Uh, yeah, they're they're like, oh, we can't beat him. Let's bring we, back Superman. We have to resurrect the, him. We have to do that it. That scene, I want to point, is is the linchpin of this movie. Uh-huh. The scene where Batman, through the same deductive reasoning he uses in the 1966 Batman movie to find out <laughs> the Jokers behind everything, was like, the change engine changes things. <laughs> it makes things grow. Grow like a plant. Plants come back every spring, like coming back to life. Coming back to life. Superman, the Riddler. <laughs> I, I I was like I was looking Enigma. <laughs> he was he was literally he was I don't know how he came up with we need to bring Superman back to life out of that hole. It was very abrupt. <laughs> well, the whole thing was like uh, a cyborg was like the change engine. You know it. It, it's it changed me, and then Batman's like, "It's too much for one human to handle." Which, but if your cells are super <laughs> gels <laughs> from Krypton, <laughs> was like, what? It was it was straight up. Uh, there, uh, some days you could never get rid of a bomb. That's yeah. what it was like. World's greatest detective. <laughs> <laughs> so their plan is. Yeah. Hey, remember what Lex Luthor did and brought back Zod and then he was a monster? Let's do that with Superman. <laughs> it'll but be what will work this time. It'll work this time because <laughs> we're, we're here. Yeah, we got we got a mother box. So they they <laughs> the best I was like, I can't believe they're doing this on screen. Is they rob Clark Kent's grave? Yeah, and it's like they, dig they don't up even. And they're cracking wise. They're cracking wise while they're grave digging. I'm like, <laughs> what is this Hamlet? <laughs> Kevin appreciates that joke. Yeah, sure. Um, which is great. You get a nice little scene between Flash and, and Cyborg. I don't know. It's like Batman's like, I, I can't. My yeah, back. Alas, poor uh, Jor El. Yeah, I can't. My back. It's too. Uh, I can't dig. Yeah, make the kids do it. Make, yeah, make the kid and the robot do it. <laughs> so they're they're they uh, dig up Superman. They dig up Superman's dead corpse body. <laughs> and it's that even how long has he been dead? You know, unclear. I mean, yeah. it very because we see the funeral or sort of or whatever. Yeah. Like not maybe not the funeral, but like this could have been anywhere from I remember the, the opening was great because it was that whole like slow montage of times yeah. they are a change. <laughs> this really could have been anywhere from 48 hours to nine years <laughs> after Batman v Superman. I, I honestly have absolutely no context. Yeah. It was seven and a half months. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. So they dig up Superman's corpse and it's perfectly preserved, by the way. 
Um, I don't well, know. He's Superman. Yeah, I, I don't guess. know. Hey, you want to so see they, worms they, eating his eyeballs? Like, yes. What do you want? So his they, mustache growing. You know, they say your mustache keeps growing. growing. <laughs> you have to so, CGI it out. So they, they put him in the Kryptonian Kool-Aid. Uh, yeah. The, or Gatorade. Gatorade, called, I called, called it. it. Yeah. In, in the spaceship while it's still there. And they, they're like, okay, well, Lex Luthor fried all the equipment, so we have to shock the mother box at the exact moment it hits yeah. the Kool-Aid in order for it to work. I'm like, where did they come up with this? Like, how did they figure this out? That's something they would do in the Flash TV show. show exactly. We'd be like, Barry, you have to do it. And he's like, I don't know if I'm fast enough. And they're like, Barry, <laughs> run, Barry, believe. run. You have to believe. <laughs> you have to believe. You have to... You have to have a slow meditative scene, and yeah. then we'll have we'll break for commercial, and yeah. then you'll do it. <laughs> you have to believe, Barry. Run, Barry, run. Speed Force. <laughs> speed Force. I like how they kind of blow that away at the earlier. He's it's just, like, I call it the Speed, speed Force. Force. <laughs> it's like that's the entire series. <laughs> yes. Is everything is about the stupid Speed, speed Force, Force and the Speed Force ghosts. <laughs> speed Force ghosts. All this crap. Anyway. <laughs> So Barry, of course, he charges, he supercharges it, and that brings Superman it back works. to life. And, and it he, works immediately, which yeah. is great. It's, and it, like, they don't screw around. There's no. no, like, it didn't work. And then, like, later it did work, yeah, and then he's got to figure it it's out. It's a surprise. Yeah. No, it worked. And then they fight. <laughs> yeah. They fight each other. Which is actually kind of fun. I like that scene quite a bit, where it's like Superman's back, he's wearing his yeah. death pants. <laughs> They buried him in, like, yoga pants or something. <laughs> it's, the shock from the mother box blew off his shirt, but it left his pants it left intact. It well, well, There's yeah. a lot of just, like, le- like, Aquaman goes swimming in the water. He takes off his shirt, but he leaves his pants he on. He leaves his pants on, which is That's- the one thing you definitely take off. Because your pants, I mean, they weigh a ton when they get wet. <laughs> it's like going to, it's like swimming in socks. You just, like, yeah, why? Ugh. ugh. <laughs> I didn't see him take his socks off either, frankly. Uh, he's Jason Momoa. He doesn't wear socks. Aqua socks. <laughs> He, uh, Jason, steal your girl, M- M- Momoa. Yeah, right? Yeah. With all his tattoos. He looks like he would have an accent. You know what well, I mean? Like, normally he's he American? does. No, he doesn't. Well, but, like, well, I guess I'm thinking, maybe I'm he's just from remembering. Maybe, well, that's true. Maybe I'm just remembering. Maybe I'm just, I'm just, because he looks like, Cal with the hair, no. with the hair still and everything, he looks like, I mean, the, you know, the tan, he looks like Cal Drogo. So yeah. I want them to talk like Cal Drogo. Mm-hmm. But he's just like... Hey, Batman, what's going on? <laughs> Sup, dude? <laughs> what kind of beer you got in your fridge? <laughs> Look at those IEA, IPA crap. Uh, yeah. okay, give me a lager. Yeah, right? <laughs> got any Miller Light? Something with coconut. <laughs> got any Natty, natty Light? <laughs> <laughs> Blasting Dave Matthews out of his window. <laughs> you know, he puts his speakers up. <laughs> He's got his snow cap on. He's got his, he's got his winter hat on in June, you know? <laughs> Rocking out. Uh, so, yes. So they bring back Super Superman. They get into a fight scene with Superman, and they're all trying to get him to realize who he is. I mean, like, yeah. you know, the one woman's like, it's a Clark. You, you have to recognize who I am. Yeah. He's like Ariana Huffington. And she's like, no, I just sound like her. That's your joke for references. That's actually, yeah, Barry, Barry Allen makes all the, the pop culture references, and we're yeah. like, ah, we're supposed to relate to him. Yes. I get this. Ah, the other movies were criticized for not having enough jokes. <laughs> they so added jokes. He has all the jokes. Yep. 
Yes, and so he does this whole fight, and then it goes until um, Batman shows up, and he's just like, Martha, and he gets punched in the face. Yeah. <laughs> but luckily, Amy Adams shows up. It was it was the backup plan. Yes. And the backup plan was to bring in Lois Lane, and they get and together. She'll talk him into joining the team. Yes. So Clark and, and Amy Adams go fly back to Plano, Illinois. <laughs> to, <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, the, the, the scenes of Metropolis are very, very uh, Chicago. Yeah. Like, it's not even like, oh, the fakes. Like, they show that the diamond building. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what a building's name is off the top of my head. I should know that. I'm a bad Chicagoan for not knowing that off the top of my head. Yeah. But yeah, you can see you can see the Amico building. You can see all the all right. the all the Chicago landmarks. But it's the tri- a dark night all the, over again. Yeah, but the 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 Diamond Building from Adventures in Babysitting is always the most ubiquitous one, and that's and it's, <laughs> right. Well, not everybody knows what building I'm talking about. But if I mention Adventures in Babysitting, mm-hmm. which I also didn't mention during Thor, which I should have because that's it. That was the first time I ever heard of Thor. Yeah, Vincent D'Onofrio, the Kingpin himself, played Thor in that movie. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> along with Anthony Rapp, who. His Your knowledge of adventures babysitting <laughs> far outshines my own, but I Elizabeth do remember Hsu, the Thor thing. Anthony Rapp, who has recently been in the news for outing Lex that's Luthor. True. The ori- <laughs> that's true. The original Lex Luthor. No, not the original Lex Luthor. The second Lex Luthor. The second Lex Luthor. You're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Anthony Hopkins is the original. No. I'm not. Oh, God. Come Gene on. Hackman, you can do it. You there you go. I do that sometimes. I transpose. <laughs> Actors' names. I'm terrible at that. It's okay. Kevin Spacey was just doing a Gene Hackman impression throughout that no. whole thing. True. Minus all of the. No, never mind. Um, we're mm-hmm. not, I didn't talk about that. No, no. no. But anyway, so they they so Clark is like, oh, I'm Superman. Okay. And there's a lot of boring scenes with him and Amy Adams where I'm just like, oh my god. Yeah. So they find out that Steppenwolf has taken the three mother boxes to Russia. To combine them together. Steppenwolf. Every time they said Steppenwolf, Kevin laughed. Uh, well, I was also laughing at how awful he looked. He did look terrible. He didn't look finished. Oh. Like, how do they... I mean, they could do amazing things with CGI. I don't think they just wanted to spend any more money on this movie. They spent a ton of money on this movie. And they knew from the from the grosses that it was going to go down. Like, well, I'll talk about that a little bit later. But the... Um, so anyway, they take the mother boxes to Russia. He smushes them together, and that creates like a bunch of like like electrical doomy thingies. Yeah, his going. plan is to turn Earth into his home planet, the home planet of apocalypse, to for some end. I yeah, don't know, I guess so that he could just walk around in it. Yeah, and just be like, ah, I did it. If I could turn Earth into my hometown, I would not. <laughs> it, would, it would just be a, a a smoky, swampy wasteland. Yeah. That is Hegwish. Mm-hmm. But, so the Justice League go over there, and they're like, we're going to fight you, and then we're going to separate the boxes through some mumbo-jumbo. And they do it, uh-huh. and they fight them. There's and, a lot of punching. And Superman shows punching up. And shooting. And they, they save some people. Mm-hmm. Great scenes right there. Yeah, and they uh, they 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 beat up on on Steppenwolf. They separate the boxes. Mm-hmm. They beat up on Steppenwolf, and they uh, they uh, uh, they they get Steppenwolf to experience fear. He poops his pants, yes. and the parademons eat. They him. turn on him. Yeah, he's hoisted by his own petard, as yeah, I like to say. Exactly, because the heroes can't kill the villains in the superhero movies. Right? Yeah, you, know, you can't. They have to be hoisted by their own petard. Right. <laughs> like green, like uh, the Green Goblin in the original Spider-Man movie. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. My literally. favorite of the hoisting of petards. Yeah, literally. 
so they're all happy. Um, the 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 Clark Clark's uh, mom who lost the farmhouse gets it back mm-hmm. because Bruce Wayne Bruce bought Wayne, the bank. Yeah, Wayne is is very rich. That, God, I predicted that scene from a mile away. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, all the, uh, the 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 superheroes like uh, Cyborg is able to go out into the world again. Uh, Barry Allen is is running fast and <laughs> yeah, he runs. Yeah, uh, Wonder Woman is is out there. It's, Stopping crime again. Doing, his, doing her thing. Doing her thing. Stopping international crime. That's yeah. what she's doing. Yep. Art One thieves. Moment. Art thieves. The bane <laughs> of our modern world, mind you. There is no crime more evil than art thievery. Right. Yes. <laughs> that's that's it. Yeah. Priorities. Yeah. yeah. And Aquaman is, is, is under the water, I guess. It's swimming. He's swimming, just doing swimming. his thing. Just keep just, swimming. Just keep swimming, Barry. Just keep swimming. Arthur. Arthur Curry. Arthur. <laughs> Does not look like an Arthur. No, Art Art Curry. Maybe that's the name of a, a you know a guy in in Birmingham, mm. England. Art Curry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then we get our our first uh, little inter uh, interstitial in between the uh, the uh, critics, yes, the Superman and, and the Flash, Flash race. race, which is fun. It's cute. It's cute. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, and then because uh, Barry has this thing about how he hates brunch. That was like an awkward bit of dialogue that was the very that was very joss whedon that, that was that just was, like let's add all it of did that. not hit it felt very flat yeah i think it was the delivery more mm-hmm. than anything um and then the last little one at the very end the tail end is it's a long one it's a mm-hmm. uh, lex Luthor has escaped from arkham asylum mm-hmm. and he meets up with deathstroke played by joe manganello yeah Manginello or Manganello. Yeah, Manginello. He plays Deathstroke, and they're gonna they're gonna form their own legion. They're gonna form a league legion of, their of own. doom. Yeah, league of their own, also known as the Legion of Doom. Dun 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 dun. dun. Right. Okay. Yeah. Here's the thing. Um. See, I'm afraid of bugs and um, guns and obnoxiously tall people and murder. And I can't be here. It's really cool. You guys seem ready to do battle and stuff, but full transparency, I've never done battle. I've just pushed some people and run away. Save one. What? Save one person. Uh, which one? Don't talk. Don't fight. Get in. Get one out. And, and then? You'll know. I don't know if we, there was anything that we missed that we should have hit. Um, Probably, I, but yeah, that's I mean, okay. It's all about Batman's suit. It's all about Bruce Wayne's suits in this, yeah. in this movie. Like how? Like what is his chest size? Fashion. Like his 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 shoulder size is huge in this. He must wear like a fifty two. Yeah, regular. He's a big guy now. Yeah, fifty two wide. He's really big now. I mean, I wear a forty six, and I'm I'm just a heavy guy. But I mean, he's got to wear like a fifty two. Fifty six. Yeah, he's too big. Some might say too big. <laughs> no Affleck should ever be that big. No <laughs> Affleck should have that much power. <laughs> yeah. Um. So this movie. Uh, I could go back all the way that um, in 2011, George Miller actually was uh, going to create a Justice League movie. He had the entire thing cast. He had the script done. It was ready to go into pre-production. It was already through pre-production. It was going to go into actual production. George Miller, of course, of uh, Mad Max fame, Mad Max Fury Road fame, yeah. which everyone, you know, creamed their pants over a couple years ago. It's pretty good. One of Kevin's top movies of the year. Yeah. Um, it was my favorite movie of 2015. 2015. 2011. And then uh, the failure of Green Lantern shelved the movie. It was going to have like Army Hammer as Batman. Oh. A whole thing. So they, uh, Warner Brothers 
through some I don't know if they use a magic eight ball or like a like a Ouija board to determine how they release their movies. They decided that the movie that they wanted to release after Suicide Squad was going to be Justice League. Yeah. Or after Wonder Woman was going to be Justice League. So they cast the movie thinking that they were already going to have Flash in the pocket along with Aquaman. Right. Uh, Flash still doesn't have a director. Aquaman, I think, is in pre-production right now. Yeah, it got or, pushed. Or it's, or it's in production Yeah, right it now. got pushed out a bit. Yeah. And then... But it, it's it's ready to go. Yeah. I believe so. Um, they brought the movie together. We're going to do two parts. And uh, I think mm-hmm. the uh, maybe not so good response to Batman v Superman kind of was like, Meow. yeah, Suicide Squad did fantastic. Like the, re- the returns on Suicide Squad were way higher than they should have been. Wonder Woman has done amazing at the box office, mm-hmm. so I think that they were hedging their bets a little bit on this one. They were yes. like, yeah. waiting to see, yeah, you know, come in, let's try to punch it up. Yeah. So, uh, Zack Snyder, of course, who directed Batman v Superman and Man of Steel, came in to direct this. Uh, after the movie was pretty much already done, he there was a tragedy with his family. He stepped mm-hmm. down as director, and they brought in Joss Whedon, who has already signed on to do a bunch of Batman stuff. Mm-hmm. The Batgirl movie he had signed on to do. Right. Uh, Joss Whedon, uh, fan favorite, who has fallen on a little bit of uh, some scandal lately. He must be going, yeah. thank God all this other stuff has happened. <laughs> right. People forgot about all of my like stuff. stuff. <laughs> I wrote some... I, I had a, I, I had an affair and I wrote some some stuff that wasn't quite female friendly. Yeah. <sighs> At yeah. least I'm not Louis C.K. Yeah. <laughs> as far as anyone knows, I kept everything in my pants in front of people. <laughs> I just imagine Louis C.K. in that situation. How awkward that would be, not only for the woman but for Louis. Like it, it's like he's like like <laughs> not to dwell on it too much, but I think that. The humiliation of him is a part of it, right? Like yeah, he, he wants, wants to feel that awkward. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, it's you know, it's totally part that's of his part of what his drew him yeah. to it. Yeah, yeah, that's his thing. Yeah, no, that's his thing. God, that one hurts. I know. Really like that guy. Really okay. love his comedy. Kevin, Kevin, you're a huge Woody Allen fan. I know, and I'm been. I Woody been, Allen must be like. Now everyone knows how I feel. <laughs> I have been dealing with that in my own way recently as well. Yeah. All right. I, every once in a while, I'll get texts from Kevin where he just laments. He's just like, give me a paragraph to just get this out of my system. Exactly. I'm, like, okay. I'm just going to text yeah. you like two or three things, and then I'm not going to talk about it again. I, I like Polanski. <laughs> I do. I, I, I do, too. I do, too. He did the penis. I bought a Roman Polanski movie recently. The Ninth Gate? Uh, Repulsion. Uh, it was good. It was it's very not good. bad. It was very good. But if you're going to watch a Roman Polanski movie, it's I had never seen Baby. It. Yeah. I had never seen it, and I bought or it. Or Ninth Gate. I love The Ninth Gate. Ninth Gate's good. Ninth Gate is one of my favorite movies of all time. But it's screwy, because I think that... And this isn't really the time. We'll, and we'll no. cut this. I'll make this short. But <laughs> I think that it, it seems like right now, like we're dealing with so much of these people who are active now. Yeah. You know, the Louis C.K. And, and Woody Allen is still making movies. Had he retired, 
it might have been a little bit easier, but he keeps going and he keeps making his new movie that's coming out sounds equally creepy along with, you know, Louis C.K.'s movie he tried to make. Well, he made. And it was going to get released. tried to get and- released and then it got shelved and everyone looked at it again and was like, oh my God. Yeah. Why, well, I'll, I'll, why would anyone do this? I said that even before. Right. Uh, and I, I will take it. Like I said to Kevin, like I said, as soon as I saw that preview for that movie, I was like, oh, my God, this is the creepiest movie ever. Yeah. And I said, Kevin, you have to see this preview. And I haven't seen it yet, but I, yeah. I had read about it. Yeah. But I but then you look back and you're like, OK, well, Roman Polanski is still part of the conversation. And you yes. look at so many of these people. No, like, conversation was uh, Friedkin. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Coppola. Coppola. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> But the uh, but what I think that it is right now Sorry. is like there's 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 something about the distance of that where we're dealing with these people who are currently active. They're yeah. in stuff right now. Whereas older stuff, it's like, OK, like Roman Polanski's still making the occasional movie. He had a, I think his last movie was a couple of years ago, but no one it paid attention to it. Yeah. I think it I didn't even remember what it was called and I didn't see it. But like he's not really in the cultural <clears throat> conversation. And then you get. You know, look at, and in music, I mean, there's so many stories about Mick Jagger. I mean, there were stories about David Bowie when he died, where it was like, rock and roll, it's like, they've got, you know, the groupies, and there's young people in there, and I'm not excusing any of it, but it's kind of like... That's, okay, there's so much. It's part of the image, though, that they project. It's part of all of it. I yeah. mean, I think Hollywood is rolled up into that, yeah, and that's I where it becomes. Yeah, I don't. Necessarily... We're kind of dealing with the stuff right now that's happening now, and that people that we're very sort of in the culture that, that are in the culture right now. The, you yeah. know, Louis C.K. was was at the top of his game, and now he's fallen. And Kevin Spacey, I wouldn't call it the top of his game, but like. More so lately, Beyond because the House seas, of Kevin Car- Spacey, exactly because House of Cards was like <laughs> yeah, it's his how, it's most House famous of, yeah. thing right now. So I mean, had he been, had he not been in something like that recently, then it might have been like, oh yeah, I remember Kevin Spacey. Well, that's screwed up. I can never watch Pay It Forward again. But at the same time, Mel Gibson's in a new comedy, so Ugh. I don't know. I don't know anything. You know, everybody's talking about Kevin Spacey's done. Louis C.K.'s done. I Louis don't know. C.K.'s said, not done. Everybody said this about. Mel Gibson. About the only one who's who's well, back. two pe- two people are done. He's nominated. Harvey for Weinstein award. is done. Harvey, you'll yes. never hear from Harvey Weinstein again. It's mainly That's because true. he's not a public figure, right? Like, there's no one who says like, "Oh, I really love Harvey." I Weinstein. loved Harvey Weinstein's work. Yeah. <laughs> and Bill Cosby's done. Well, yeah. Bill Cosby is is done. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Like it's Bill Cosby. It's not, it's not sexual assault with Bill Cosby. It's straight up rape. <laughs> exactly. Like yes. a, like you drugging can, you, and raping women yeah. for like forty yeah. years. That's like that's that's like super criminal. Yeah. Like like masturbating in front of one. That's sexual assault. Superman needs to punch him in the yeah. face. That's, like that. That's bad. That's morally bad. It might not be legally <laughs> wrong, but it is morally wrong. I think it's legally wrong. <laughs> What, to masturbate in front of someone? Oh, I'm sorry. I was thinking no, about no, Cosby no, 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 still. No, no, no. I, well, I mean, maybe... It's expo- indecent exposure, exposure, I suppose. But I mean, even that, it's like... it's it's like Yeah, that's, that's wrong. You're, you should, you'll be punished for it. Misdemeanor assault, maybe? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, you, I'm, you, not a, I'm not a You need a to go on an apology tour. You need to do all of this stuff, and you need to apologize for everything. Bill Cosby straight up drugged and raped people, so yeah. that is... That's... that's You go to jail. Right. You go to you, jail, you, sir. You go anyway, there. Anyway, uh, Joss Whedon uh, took over his directing and writing on the movie... <laughs> Kevin, Kevin can uh, can attest. He, you could tell everything that that Joss Whedon wrote in the movie. Yeah, 
all the uh, the like, funny awkward lines like you'll you'll see like it's like you he they don't even do like lip ad like lip matching for some of the lines it's just like it's a voiceover yeah no there's a scene where like batman's giving his spiel and he's like this is we're gonna do and then they cut to, and then like it's like a sh- overhead shot of all of them and then you hear the flash being like zinger <laughs> bazinga <laughs> And it's like, yeah, they don't even they don't even bother. Well, and then like there's a couple of solo shots of him just like yeah. clearly that's the stuff they brought. That those were the reshoots. Yeah. You can tell. And there's a very disjointed. So one of the things that uh was with this movie is they were predicting like every couple weeks the prediction of the opening weekend was going down. Mm-hmm. It was like first it was like 170 million opening weekend, 150 million 120 million. Mm-hmm. So it opened, I think it's going to open about uh, 97 to 100 million dollars this weekend. Wow. And they're saying, like, it's a disaster. I'm like, it's still a 100 million dollar opening. And I actually think that this movie will have better word of mouth than. Um, yeah. It might be a, a burner, like like Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman was a burner. Wonder Woman, though, benefited more from people like bringing every female family member that they had and, like, you have to come see this movie. You know, yeah. this is a strong female character, blah, 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 blah. Right. That, yeah, that yeah. was a lot of, that stayed yeah. um, even at though, the top for a while. Even though I think Wonder Woman had a very a much worse ending than this movie. Because Wonder Woman was like, I will defeat you with love. Yeah. And punching. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at it right now, and Forbes has a thing that uh, Justice League uh, box office right now is $96 million, or at least predicted, because yeah. we're recording this on a Sunday, Sunday night, night yeah. so I mean, the numbers are probably mostly accurate at this point. It's Still got, projected, but... Well, two things. One is that, surprisingly, Wonder, which is the boy with the uh, yeah, disfigured face... the author of Hugo. Yeah. That's his book. Um, had a very, very unlikely strong opening. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was at the movie theater, I saw a bunch of kids leaving the theater. I'm like, who the hell would take their kid to go see that movie when you could see Superman and Batman and The Flash? <laughs> well, I think I think part of the problem is is that the recently the recent movies that Warner Brothers has done have been dark and gritty mm-hmm. and nasty. And right. who wants to take their kid to see that? I right. didn't take... My daughter wanted to see Batman v Superman. I was like, no, I'm not going to let you see no. that movie. Um, I probably would have let her see Wonder Woman, but um, even that one, not as much. But this one, I I told Kevin, I said, when we left the theater, I'm like, I'd let my daughter see this movie. This movie's perfectly fine. It's, it's completely harmless. I will say, and you can back me up on this because you would know obviously more than I did, but I felt like finally they, they meaning like in the context of this franchise now that has started with Man of Steel, they get Superman yeah. to a degree. To a degree, yeah. Um, they're trying. I can see that they're trying. He's very, and he even says literally like, I believe in justice too, which <laughs> yes. is almost the title line. Uh, <laughs> he should have just called it a justice. Well, he's like, but... I believe in. Wait, he says, I believe in truth and justice. Right. <laughs> I'm like, yes, in the American and way. And he's immediately like, I'm gonna fight the bad guy. And then he's like, Wait, civilians are in trouble. trouble. And then he flies <laughs> off to carry an apartment complex. <laughs> you know what I mean? A big Soviet block, Kazakhstan. This, yeah, this big horrid, you know, brutalist architecture. <laughs> he carries away. He should just let it crumble. But. Uh, <laughs> It can't. It's Soviet-made. It won't crumble. That's true. Um, 
Yeah, so yeah. I think that they're getting him, and it's his suit looked a little bluer. You know yeah. what I mean? Like a little more blue and red, and yeah. he looked a little more like Superman. And his, uh, his lip, upper lip, looked weird. But other than that, he looked <laughs> really. Yeah, really I mean, good. there was there was some there was some things like they tweaked, like uh, the I think the the Superman suit looked a little better. His characterization in this movie was infinitely better than it's been. Yeah, um, Batman was was weird. Batman was all over the place, like yes. tonally. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you can tell the stuff Zack Snyder shot, and then you can tell the stuff that they brought him back yeah. in for. Well, it was all the stuff where he was doughy. It was all of the <laughs> jowly stuff. The word is jowly, Kevin. <laughs> I don't want to call him doughy. <laughs> I don't feel that he had jowls, but maybe. <laughs> he was like, oh, i got to direct my movie about the mafia that no one will like. Yeah. <laughs> what was that movie? The What was it? Oh, his last one to the... To the moon? No, I don't even know. To the stars? Something. It was stupid. It was no one liked it. He wore a white suit or something. Nobody cares. It wasn't the accountant. (laughs) Say that. People like the accountant. Autistic and fought bad guys. Yeah. That was his. That was the movie. Autistic and bad guys. Kind of like the Flash. Kind of like the Flash. A little Um, bit. But Batman, like my, I tell you, my favorite scene in this one where Superman looks at him and goes and goes, "I know you don't like me," and Batman's like, "I I don't not like you." That that was, that was funny. That was hysterical. It was silly. So yeah. much of this was silly, and a lot of it like was was Batman. A lot of this movie was Batman feeling bad about what happened to Superman and his kind of like man crush on Superman. Like you could feel like Batman had had a bit yeah. of a man crush on Superman. Yeah, it's best to kind of. I think this movie wants you to. What's like, your superpower? I'm rich. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I think that this movie kind of. It, it's it's awkward because it it needs to acknowledge the events of batman v superman but i think it would really prefer it if you as the audience would not remember that movie yeah because it wants to kind of reboot a lot of these characters in the moment yeah and it doesn't work but it almost works and i admire them for trying i suppose i mean it's that's my take yeah i mean yeah a little bit i could see that I mean, they did. I think, I think Flash and and Cyborg. I think Cyborg was a little. His totally Cyborg didn't know where he was going at first. He was dark and brooding, and at the end, he's all like, "Booyah!" Yeah, yeah. yeah he he does a lot of like his arc having something separate with him. But well, best case scenario, and I think Warner Brothers would agree, we would have gotten the standalone movies, maybe or maybe not a Cyborg movie. I think it was planned at some point. It may uh-huh. still be planned, but. They would have gone the Avengers route. They would have introduced most of the key players with their solo movies. Yeah. And then they would have brought them together as a team. Here's They ended up not doing that, and I think that was a mistake because... I don't. I think it was a mistake because not that I we needed a Batman origin story. We certainly didn't. Not that we needed a Flash origin story because we have the TV show. I guess they could have tried to do something. They said it in the movie. You got hit by lightning, right? right. Yeah. <laughs> Boom! Done. <laughs> yes and no, but the problem Dad's is in we prison. don't. None of it was ever. It was. It was so much introduction, and we had to have so much. Like, so what do you do? And oh, you do this. Oh, okay. Like, there was no real connection to any of it. Yeah, but I don't care about any of those characters well, enough okay. to have an introduction to them. <laughs> Maybe you're supposed to care about them. I I, I don't know. Jason Momoa's bro dude. That's all you need to know. He's like, ah, oh, that guy. That guy's there for the women. That's what he's there for. His stuff was so awkward. He was so I. He was so shoehorned into this movie. Yeah, didn't need to be there. Yeah, like, oh. pointless. <laughs> Terrible casting. 
I don't think he was terrible casting. I think he was terrible. Who are you going to get? Who did you get to play Aquaman? I don't care. Anyone else? <laughs> Don Johnson. Timothy Oliphant from <laughs> Justified. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> well, who's the other guy from Justified? The the other... All of them. The, the wiener guy who always plays the wieners in movies. The wiener guy? You know, the kind of like the, the skeevy looking guy from Justified. Isn't he like the brother? Or the oh, no, no, no. Yeah, you're talking about um, Walton Goggins. Yeah, Walter Goggins. Yeah. Walton. Yeah. Walton? I thought it was Walter. Walton. Walton Goggins. Yeah. Right. No, he's great. He's uh, he's not uh, Justified's brother. He's not, <laughs> justified is the name of the character, yeah. like yeah. everything. He's not Justified's brother. He was like uh, one of the one of the big crime family guys' oh. brothers. Yeah, get him for Aquaman. <laughs> sure. No, oh I, my god. I think Jason Momoa is fine. He's Jason Momoa is there because he's a he's hot from Game of Thrones. Yeah. Uh, and B, everyone loves him. All like right. he's he's eye candy. Is what he is. No woman is going to go into this movie to see either a Ben Affleck or B uh, Ezra Miller. Jon Snow could have been Aquaman. <laughs> I'm Aquaman. Apparently, he did a he did a production of um, what was the Doctor Faustus in London, and everyone was like, ah, it's terrible because he can't act. <laughs> like that's the thing is like most of the people that you love from Game of Thrones can't act, uh, with the exception of Ned Stark. Yeah, Sean Bean. Why is his name Sean Bean? It's spelled exactly the same way. First letters changed. It should. It's, why is it Sean Bond? Sean or Bond Sheen or Sean Bean? Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I don't, I don't like it. I don't. English, I don't trust the guy. That's the English language for you. That's why he's killed every every movie he's in. <laughs> the only person that can act. Him and Mark Addy. He doesn't die in National Treasure. He just goes to jail. He goes to jail in National Treasure. He's the baddie. Should have got Nick Cage to play Aquaman. Ah, oh, that'd be good. <laughs> Talk to the fish. <laughs> Talk to the fish. It's like, Nick, you can't breathe underwater. <laughs> Nick, get out of there. You can't literally breathe underwater. I've killed my ass. <laughs> Way to bring it back. Yeah. That's a, that's a callback. That's a callback. <laughs> All right. So anyway, uh, yeah, I, I, there was a lot of this movie I liked. I liked that it was very light. I liked that it was fluffy. It was very fluffy. There was no consequences in this movie. I mean, yes, there were world-ending consequences, but it wasn't like... But that's, that's par for the course. They're yeah, all world-ending world consequences. consequences. And they're all but that's stupid. what I'm saying is like... And it, but it wasn't like they they didn't unnecessarily kill a character. It's not like Batman had a heart attack at the end of it, you know, because right, like, he right. looked like he was about to. <laughs> Jolly Ben Affleck looked like he was about to have a heart attack. <laughs> oh, my bad heart! It's going out. <laughs> um, I I like that some of the characters like Aquaman and Flash were very and and Cyborg were very one note. They didn't need to be very well-rounded three-dimensional characters because this is an ensemble piece. Yeah. And they had very specific roles to play inside the ensemble piece. They were eye candy. They were comic relief. They were techno babble. That's mm-hmm. what their roles were. And that's what they played. And they did a very good job. And they were written very well for it. I think Ezra Miller's character of The Flash was different enough Barry Allen from the TV show one to me not to get like, oh, why didn't they get get Grant Gustin to do it? But I liked him enough that it was like, okay, I get it. He was one of the best parts of the movie. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. He was, uh, he was, he was pop culture. He had a yeah. lot of fun. He had a lot of fun. His, the, the slow- I'll watch a Flash movie of just him running around yeah. being the Flash. Yeah. His, his sl- the slow motion when he's running around really fast, because that's how you show that he's running fast as everything else is slow. Right. That's how you show it. Was, was but good it was enough. just so like, I mean, the scene where we meet him and he's like, he has the suit already. I guess I'm like, so wait, 
Why does he have the suit if all he does is just like, as he says, push people and run away? Like, I think that I know he needs it. I know why he needs it because I watched the Flash TV show. But like, <laughs> well, they explained it this day. Like, Who made it? He made it. Maybe. Why? I don't. I think Batman. A movie would have helped. If I'm I saying. was not, if I'm not mistaken, and you know, I just saw the movie a half hour ago, so I haven't had time to research it. I remember in one of the early previews of this movie, Batman gives uh, Flash the suit. Oh. Yeah. There's well, something. maybe that got cut. I think there was something there that got cut. Or they got re-edited or maybe. something or other. I don't know why they would have changed. all he does at this point like, is someone, he just like, Joss Whedon, Joss Whedon said, like, no, it's too unbelievable that Batman would know his, his proportions to make the suit properly. <laughs> he doesn't know right. his inseam. How was he going to give him a suit without an inseam? Yeah. That is, Batman would wear weight. Batman would put too many buttons on that suit to be That's true. <laughs> laugh in the face of God with that many buttons. But, yeah, I think there's a lot cut from that. So yeah. that's why um, Wonder Woman is already, already well rounded from her movie. We already right. know her backstory in that Steve Trevor and blah, blah, blah. She mm-hmm. should be the leader of the team. She should be out there doing those stuff. Batman, we have for Batman versus Superman. Superman, we have his digitally CGI lip. Yeah, I still can't believe they did that. Got it. God, I wish they kept that mustache. Surrounded by CGI corn. Kevin was like, it's CGI corn. I'm like, Kevin, Kevin, it's not CGI corn. It is. It's not. Most of it is. No, that's real corn. No, it is not. In the foreground, it's corn. But in the back, it's probably CGI. Or it might be fake corn, but it's definitely real. You could see it. They were interacting with it. All the back was CGI corn. Okay, all the back was CGI corn. They could have shot that one and seen in Kansas. They could have they could have gone somewhere or Plano, Illinois. They wouldn't they couldn't have gone to Kansas. They would have been like, all you Hollywood liberals <laughs> coming out to us in Kansas. <laughs> it's true. That is what Kansas is like. <laughs> Get off my property. <laughs> Yeehaw! It's ridiculous. <laughs> CGI. Sam corn. Brownbeck. We'll never forgive that. <laughs> Chasing them with their chase music. Um, anyway, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, there was there was definitely I think getting to that cutting of of that scene. I think there was big chunks in this movie that were cut. Oh yeah, I think that it was probably like a three hour movie. They cut about an hour of it out. Yeah, probably. We, well, there was so much that was just like I mean, we didn't see. It was just we go, we didn't see a shirtless J.K. Simmons. I'll tell you that. Right. Well, the Aquaman scene. It's like we get down there, like we see him there, and then. He walks down, and then it's like, and then he's in there with everyone. Yeah, and it's like there was no him get. It was just it was all it was super abrupt. It was it was all very rushed. Yeah, the whole Aquaman introduction scene was very rushed. It was I feel like that first teaser trailer where the white stripes were playing. Yeah. was longer than that whole scene. You like the white stripes? I always think every white stripes song is way longer than it should be. I, I like some White Stripes songs. I white tell stripes. you what, I, I did not really, I don't really like the song that they used. Yeah. I think the White Stripes should be like Guided by Voices, 30 second songs. That's I, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. Rob, and then nine. Rob Pollard's th- smiling yeah. at me for that reference. And then 9,000 of them. <laughs> 9,000 9, songs. If you make enough songs, eventually one of them will be good. That seems to be <laughs> Bob Pollard's uh, strategy. Yeah. Um, there's, there's, I, I, yeah, exactly. But anyway, so the, you have all of this, the, all this stuff that's cut from the movie. I don't know if it's necessarily a good thing or a bad thing from just my initial reaction. I think it's a good thing. Yeah. I felt I, I liked the, this movie was, you're not, always arguing that movies should be shorter. 
there's there should be a rule called no matter it, it's like a like a like a catch 22 it's like no matter how long you make your movie it should always be 20 minutes shorter <laughs> it's like how long is your movie 20 minutes make it 20 minutes shorter <laughs> that's uh, that that should be the joe rule joe's rule yeah. on, on cinema no matter how long you make your movie make it 20 minutes shorter Ryan Johnson, take that to heart. Oh. 150 minutes of Star Wars movie. That's laughing in the face of God right there, I'll tell yeah. you. <laughs> he will be struck down by his hubris. <laughs> hoisted by his own petard. He'll, he'll be hoisted by his own petard. Uh, anyway. Yeah, that was one of the bigger problems. The other problem, the CGI in this movie was pretty poor. That was so much... I, like The bad guy looked unfinished. He looked terrible. He didn't really even look like he was there. So much of that stupid stuff where there was no weight... To anything. Well, you're not going to get Syrian Hines in that suit. The guy weighs like 260. I, I Don't cast him then. I, you know, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. She and got- I feel like Man of Steel and or uh, Batman v Superman, whichever one, um, set up Darkseid as being the villain. Yeah. And that was not the case here. We got some, we got the weird dude with the horns that no one's ever heard of, named after a... 70s rock band. I, I think 70s rock band was probably named after the mythological no. character. Okay. <laughs> no. The Justice League will return in Justice League 2, the return of the Blue Oyster Cult. <laughs> that would be amazing. Exactly. Um, no, but I, I I, think that the strength of this movie relied on the, the characters. Um, and I think there's something to be said about classic characters like Superman and Batman and Wonder Woman and Flash and, and Aquaman, where you don't really need their backstories that much. You don't need a ton of it. You just need enough to know, ah, Aquaman swims underwater. All it's right. not about what their powers are and how they got them in their origin story. It's just about knowing who this version of that character is going to be. Yeah. So that when they're in an ensemble... You can see, okay, how is that character going to play off of this other character that we've seen? Yeah. As opposed to what we got, which is just like, Jason Momoa showed up and he was like kind of bro in one scene and then not so much in another scene. Well, like, he was. He, we he didn't the... know. He didn't know what he was doing. What you brought up with Cyborg where he's like, I'm brooding and then now I'm cool and then now booyah. Like, yeah. it did nothing. We had no idea what. We had no baseline for yeah. half of the characters. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't great in that <laughs> where it's like, oh, I feel for these characters, but it wasn't bad where it's like, I don't really care about these characters. Right. I was just like, these are characters. Yeah. <laughs> right. This, and that's why the movie was just very like fine yeah, for me. It was yeah, like, okay, it yeah, could have been better. I get it. But they didn't do the work. Yeah, no, they didn't. They they there was definitely a lot of work that I think it goes to show the strength of the Marvel Universe where they're like, okay, all these characters have their own individual movies, we stick them in Avengers. Yeah. We have a bunch of characters in individual movies, stick them in Avengers. Yeah. And that works. This one, they try to do something different. Kudos to them, doesn't always work. <laughs> I guess. You know? You know, you, you, uh, you don't make an omelet without breaking a few eggs, Kevin. Mm. No one created an omelet on the first try. They had, they had to experiment. You had to, you had to figure out the proper way of making an omelet first. And that's what we found out is that Marvel makes a good omelet. DC tried a different way of making the omelet. Wasn't that great? Yeah. Just like me making a metaphor, the metaphors don't always work. <laughs> so sometimes I have to experiment by coming up with new metaphors. Technically, it was a simile because you used the word like. like. I know. But I use like all the time. It's if you pay true. attention in this show, I use like far more than a normal human being should. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's it's a it's a replacement word. I I admit fully admit that I have problems. Mm-hmm. Anyway, comic book news. Oh. Uh, so Punisher came out. Oh yeah, you yeah. watched some of it. I watched the first eight episodes, and it's I terrible. Did not. <laughs> um, and it's terrible. It's not as bad as Iron Fist, but that's not saying much. Mm-hmm. Iron Fist was poo. This isn't poo. This is just like it's a mediocre Homeland. Ah. I, I hated Homeland. You liked Homeland, right? I haven't seen it. You know, oh, my no. wife likes Homeland. I just figured since my wife likes it, you probably liked it. <laughs> it's sometimes a safe assumption. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, it's it's kind of like, hey, hey, what's what's Kevin? Kevin, what what's the what should the Punisher be about? Like, if you think just the Punisher, what yeah. should the Punisher be about? Punishing stuff. Yeah, he doesn't punish anything. Oh. Yeah, so he goes six episodes without killing anybody, Kevin. Hmm. Six episodes without killing anybody. I don't know if it's that long, but it's like it goes so long between killing anybody that I don't even realize he's killing. He's, he's killed anybody. Mm-hmm. So it's this is not the Punisher. This is this is uh, this is a Shane from The Walking Dead just being all broody, moping, it, moping around. Yeah, yeah. it's it's like dealing with family issues of someone else's family. It's like, I don't care about this. I want. Yeah. I watched the Punisher. I wanted to watch the show to see a super. I hate to use the word gritty, but I want to see guys getting shot. I want yeah. to see lots of shooting and everything like that. And it, I can't even say that it's like, oh, well, in America's political climax, climate, we can't show people getting shot. No, you could you could do that. It's, it's not like anybody's going to go, oh, the Punisher shouldn't be showing all these people getting shot. No, it's the Punisher. That's why we watch the Punisher. The scenes. Yeah. It's like, oh, the new Death Wish movie shouldn't have anybody dying in it. No, it's it's Death Wish. Even though that movie's going to be terrible. It doesn't look good. Uh, And it's an Eli Roth movie, and his movies are always terrible. So Cabin Cabin Fever was good. That's one movie. The first Cabin Fever. That's it. What about uh, The Green Inferno? I thought you liked Green Inferno. I haven't seen it. Oh, but it's it was, Eli it was Roth, disgusting. Right? Yeah, from yeah. what I understand, it was just it was his like tribute to Cannibal Holocaust, Holocaust, which is a movie I'm not going to bother to sit through. Oh, you never saw Cannibal Holocaust? No, eh, it's all right. I mean, it's it's a product of its time. It's not yeah. like it's not something that I'm like you know what we should throw on <laughs> Cannibal Holocaust. <laughs> I'm just I'm, I'm in the mood for. I watched I... Knock Knock, which came out the yeah. same year I think, because one of them got delayed. Yeah, um, and that was terrible. Yeah, that's the one with Anna Aramis, the from the girl from uh, mm-hmm. Blade Runner, is yep. that one? Yep. Keanu. Keanu. Being, Dude, knock, being knock. appropriately awful, as he yeah. always is. I, mean, I, I don't. Eli Roth. His stuff is not good. Eli Roth is Eli Roth. I don't. I He's a director who's, I don't want to say the word auteur, but he definitely has his own style, and you watch his movies, and you he doesn't give you anything you don't expect. It's nothing I get anything out of. Yeah. Like the hostile movies yeah. the and that first kind of stuff. Like, okay. I can't, I don't do any of that. It's, it's, I don't, yeah. I don't enjoy it. I don't, it's not that I enjoy it, but I, I tune into an Eli Roth movie to get certain things and he gives me the things that i expect out of Eli Roth. all right i don't want those things i never look forward to the newest i assume newest Eli that Roth his movie. new movie will be a lot of those things that i don't care for no his newest movie is well his newest movie is is death wish and yes. that'll give us a lot of things we just don't care for because <laughs> it looks like a terrible movie starring bruce willis yeah anywho yeah that's the the big comic book news is just it's for me it's punisher because punisher's yeah. terrible it's not, it's not even really news it's no. just it came out and it's not very good you watch any of the other network show i mean what do we got we got like inhumans we haven't talked about that inhumanoids no inhumans is getting canceled because it's abc and they don't care yeah it sounded bad <laughs> it, it sounded it, like it was off to a rough start it was, i'm not watching any of these shows no inhumans was off to a really rough start they were gonna 
do a big push on it. It's the last show that's under the production deal where Kevin Feige doesn't have too much control over. Now they kind of merged it all together, but this deal, I guess, was made before he had that whole mm. c- control. So it's very rough. It's it's shot very poorly. Um, the effects are terrible. It's yeah, that's it doesn't heard. really feel like the Inhumans, which is a great comic book character cast. Uh, very Jack Kirby. It's yeah, not not even worth it. Uh, the Cloak and Dagger. Uh, no, not Cloak and Dagger. Well, that is coming out, but the um, uh, the Gifted on Fox currently. Ah, yes. A lot of people like that. Uh, I have yet to catch up on it. Uh, I've been relatively busy with a lot of other things, but it's on my list to watch. I'm probably okay. going to catch it once it's all streaming on uh, on the Hulu or whatever sure. else is on it. Uh, the uh, what's that called? The Runaways. Oh yeah, that I knew there was another one. I couldn't think of and it. And no, it has nothing to do with the band with Joan Jett. With Joan Jett. Damn. Yeah, it's a great comic book series, but I don't think it has really much to do with the comic book series. It's about a group of children who find out that their parents are supervillains. And so they form their ah, own superhuman team. Yes. Uh, yeah. If you read the book, the book is actually well written, but it's it's kind of bad. It's kind of insane. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Like the way that the whole plot leads to. It's actually a fairly fun book. Brian K. Vaughn did the writing for it. He's a he's a great comic book writer. Mm-hmm. Um, right now on the CW, we have Wonder Woman, which is off to a sluggish start to its third season. Uh, you mean uh, Supergirl? Supergirl, not <laughs> Superwoman. Supergirl. Or did I say Wonder Woman? Yeah, you said Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Supergirl, which is up to a slut. First of all, I can I can tell you, CW, if you listen to this podcast, which I know you don't, because Andrew Kreisberg is currently suspended from his show for sexual harassment. Ah, uh, another one bites the dust. Yes. Take them all down. <laughs> uh, so Wonder Woman, it's super, Wonder Woman, Supergirl is currently suffering because it has way too huge of a cast of characters that no one cares about. Uh, the show, as I explained to Kevin, should be Mary Tyler Moore- with superpowers. Sure. I, I think I said Ally McBeal first, and Kevin was like, I never watched Ally McBeal. I was like, okay, Mary Tyler Moore. <laughs> say, say it in Kevin. <laughs> say it, Kevin. Mary Tyler Moore. Got it. Okay, I understand. So there will be a Rhoda, is what you're saying. Yes. There I needs need to be, there to be a Rhoda. There needs to be a Rhoda on the show. The, the, the way that they had the show set up right now, yes, it's great that they have John Johns on there, and but it's too much of like Supergirl, like, I need to find a boyfriend. It's like, no... Mary Tyler Moore well, didn't need to find a boyfriend. Yeah, on on Mary Tyler Moore, she didn't. She no, would, no, that's true. She was she was a strong independent. But that's the female. CW thing where they're always. I know, but like it has to be about sexy teens or sexy twenty somethings. But they can getting do, together. I they could do a lot more with Supergirl saying, "I don't need boys in my life," but boys constantly being like throwing themselves at her. Like, oh, I love you because you're beautiful and everything. Like, she's like, there's more to me than just being beautiful, you know, stuff like that. Yes. Like, I don't need a man to complete myself in life because I am an I'm, independent. I'm, I'm from Krypton and I don't need yeah, no man. I'm a fully rounded human being and yes. I don't need to have a boy to complete me. Right. Is basically what they should be doing with it, which they're not. No. Which I find sad. Um, Flash is fine. Flash is the Flash. Flash is amazing. Yeah, I, we haven't caught up with the season. We actually finally caught up with the last season we had like a few episodes we kind of just trailed Did you off like it and, when barry ran really fast uh that's always uh a pretty good part <laughs> yeah yeah i, I the flash they is... saved the day the ending was happy yeah um i don't know who are they up against this season the thinker because he thinks so not a speedster no not a speedster thank this is the first season goodness. they wanted to do no speedster. thank goodness that was the death of that show if they were if he was gonna fight one more freaking speedster and say that word 
um, I was going to bail on the show. Yeah. No, they, there's no speedsters so far this season. I mean, there might be a speedster, but he's not like the overarching villain. Yeah. It's the thinker who's creating like a bunch of who created a bunch of villains to go after Barry. So there's there have been a couple, including the elongated man, Ralph Dibney, who I love. Yeah. He's a great character. Um, Legends of Tomorrow, that... is <laughs> still crazy. Yeah, that show, that show had a really rough start this season. Uh, it's not terrible, but they had a rough start. They they need to, they need to do something to fix that. They're, they're, they're wasting a lot of talent and a lot of effects on that show that they really need to Mm-hmm. clean up um an arrow is god awful i stopped watching why, why? not going back it's fine yeah they i I don't know anymore i don't care anymore yeah not um, watching it but the big crossover is this week where they're doing uh the the wedding of barry out the wedding of uh, barry and the iris and it's it's gonna be it's gonna be good it's gonna be good it's gonna be good <laughs> yeah and i i think that there's a lot there's a lot of of stuff that can be done with that universe it's just that they they need to clean it up is what they need to do. They need to you know, get rid of some of the chaff. Yeah. You know, save the wheat. Get rid of the chaff is sure. what they need to do. League, yeah. the Just Us League, the Just Us League, um, Just Ice League, better or worse than Lego Batman? Than Lego Batman? <laughs> uh, worse? Oh, yes, Lego Batman is the epitome of comic book movies. <laughs> Kinda, <laughs> definitely the epitome of Batman movies lately. Yeah. Um. Well, I don't know. Since Dark Knight. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. But and even Dark Knight was a high point amongst a lot of crap of Batman. Yeah. And even Dark Knight needs to have about a half hour taken out of that movie. Yeah, that that has like the Joe twenty minute rule times two times two forty minutes. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Keep going, keep going. Um, so Justice League, what what are you going to give Justice League? I don't know. Um, you know, I think I'm going to give it a C. I was oh, going to give it a C plus, but I don't know. Talking through it, I just I didn't. There are never and 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 the and the Marvel movies suffer from this too, but we have so much more fun during the Marvel movies, some of them, that it it doesn't matter. But none of these movies ever have any stakes. Nope. Like they're not about anything. Going back to the very beginning of this podcast, where I was talking about how hope tried to be a theme. Actually, one of the things they do is they talk about. In the, that very beginning scene, that opening scene yeah. where it's like a vertical, you know, iPhone shot or whatever, and they're interviewing Superman turn at some point. To, turn your camera. Turn it to the damn side, everybody. And they're like, it looks like an S. And he's like, oh, no, it means hope. It's supposed to look like an S because it's supposed to wind. And that means because it like it comes and goes. And that's like hope. And it's gone. And then sometimes you find it back. And you blah, need blah, to blah. work on your metaphor. It doesn't. The movie doesn't reflect that. There's never a moment where 
you feel like there there's never a moment where you don't think they're going to win first of all that's true there's never a moment when you think anything really matters i mean even making it where it's like not that i wanted to see another city get destroyed you know they didn't put it in metropolis where it was like metropolis was going to get blown up again it's probably still being rebuilt yeah but no, it wasn't because you saw the skyline. That's true. We saw the skyline. They just took the Chicago, Chicago moved it over to the coast, and put it in Metropolis. But so they even moved it out to great. You know, now we got to deal with East Coast Texas, right? Right, rural uh, Russia, Russia somewhere. Russia, you know, Russia ish, and. Nothing, uh, just CG happened, and then there was a bad guy that nobody cared about, and it was so stupid. He just comes out, and he's just like, I'm evil, and I have an axe. And they're like, oh, we have to fight him. And then they do, and then they win, and then the movie's over. And it was like, why did I have to go and see that? Like, no one has to see this movie. Um, So, if the movie had a better script with these characters, it would probably be an A. If the movie had the same script with worse characters it probably i'd probably give it a d however i liked the characters didn't care for the script i think it was paced right it was short i give it a b mm. um it's not maybe even hudging towards more to the beach minus it's not a high b it's yeah. a low b um i don't think it's quite b minus territory yet like let's say that's like an 82 83 this is more like an 84 85 it's a. Uh, it's definitely a B territory for me. I think it was perfect length. I enjoyed the characters. Um, I think the dialogue wasn't terrible. Um, there was some terrible dialogue in there, but every comic book movie has terrible dialogue. Hmm. I think it was enough fun dialogue in there. Um, I liked the character interactions. Um, I liked how Ben Affleck didn't really want to be in the movie. <laughs> it's just like really like, like you could tell that he was just like, <sighs> <laughs> yeah um, that's what you want from your batman also indifference <laughs> indifference i like the kind con- of embarrassment i like the costumes i like a lot of the set stuff i like the uh, some of the special effects were really good some of the special effects were terrible yeah. it was like for every great thing it had it had one thing that was like kind of like crappy see i think for every one good thing it had it had two bad things eh, i don't think it was that bad i think it was uh, <laughs> i mean it's not anything it's not as is uh it, it was nowhere near I guess I, I think the po- thing was was that I left feeling relatively positive about it. I was not like it was like, oh, this is a this is a. That's true. I did not feel bad about it, but I didn't feel great. I just felt like, well, that happened, and it was fine. That's yeah. what we said at the beginning. It was fine. Yeah, it didn't. And have... C is right in the middle. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I still think C is a little bit more towards the like, you know, you could skip it. I don't know if you say skip it. I would. I would recommend it. I would skip this movie. I, right. I, were we not recording it, I would have skipped it. I would have just waited yeah, and yeah. rented it at some point. I would have skipped is it. Is it a movie I'll, I would show my kid? Yeah. I mean, if she wanted to see it, yeah, I'll show it to her. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with that. It's not like it's it's Batman where, Batman v Superman where I'd be like, no. Where, you this know. was better than Batman v Superman. Yes. I don't know what a grade I gave that. I, I think we. I think I don't know. I think I gave it a higher grade because I think it, I think it, had, it was culturally relevant. Right, mm, I, I gave it. Yeah, I don't remember, but if if I gave that a C, then this is I, a, this is in a C+. retrospect. I mean, at the time, I was like, this is going to have a, a big impact on on cinema consciousness. I think that they'll, but uh, I think I would in in retrospect, I'd probably give it a much lower grade than I did. 
I'd probably give it like a C minus, D plus. Mm-hmm. Man of Steel is still like F territory for me. <laughs> that movie's terrible. And people who like that movie are terrible. Yeah. That's the thing with Thor Ragnarok. I still can't believe people give that love that movie. Uh, love the original Thor. I oh, still yeah. cannot believe I that. I don't understand that either. I, I don't I d- relate to those people. No, no. And I think this movie is like a good one. Like, it's like this is a movie that you take your parents to on Thanksgiving weekend where they're like, Oh, let's go see a oh, Thanksgiving dinner zone. Let's go see a movie. Okay, well, what's playing? Justice League. Okay, Dad knows who Batman and Superman are. Mom knows who Batman and Superman are. We could take them to go see this movie, and they'd probably be They'll like, "Get it." They'll follow they'll be it. Like, oh, Kevin, did you see Batman and Superman were in a movie together? <laughs> and they were fighting that band you like. <laughs> and you're like, "Yeah, Mom, I saw it." And it's a, it's it's a good waste of two hours on a Thanksgiving weekend. It's it's like a perfect movie for a Thanksgiving weekend. Even though yeah. I still think the best Thanksgiving movie ever released was Goldeneye, but that's just me. Nice. Like if I had to pick a movie, like the best Thanksgiving weekend movie of all time, Goldeneye, hands down. There you it, go. It's like the best movie to go take anybody to after a Thanksgiving dinner because it's got Pierce Brosnan, it's got like a bunch, it's got Sean Bean. Speaking it of, it does. That's um, right. Yeah, and you got Famke Jansen, and it's just. It's a compl- uh, uh, um, Alan Cummings is in that movie. It's oh, it's a it's a wonderful resurgence of the Bat- of the Bond movies after uh, uh, the Dalton. It's era. The only good Pierce Brosnan Bond. Only movie. good Pierce Brosnan. Eh, yeah, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would say it's the only one that's definitely an A out of all the Pierce Brosnans. All the rest of the Brosnans are those C's or D's. But yeah, I would give it an A. Uh, and it's it's a fun plot and it's got a lot of great characters. Very very old school uh, Cubby Broccoli Bond. But anyway, that's, yeah. that's so that's my take on James Bond movies. Sure. Uh, and Thanksgiving movies. Anyway, go to planarbitrary.com for your planet arbitrary needs. You can follow me on Twitter at planet arbitrary. You can follow Kevin at uh, Matt K. White says. Like the Facebook page backslash comic book logic podcast or just comic book logic? It's slash comic book logic. I, ju- I didn't change the URL, I just changed the title. Slash comic book logic. Uh, best way you can help out the podcast is like, comment, and subscribe on the iTunes. You can also listen to sister podcasts, which include Game Classy Podcast, which is all about tabletop gaming, Play On Podcast, which is all about uh, video games, Weeb Town, which is a YouTube show loosely affiliated with Planet Arbitrary that's all about all things Japanese and Japanese video games. Um, and also, there is a new one that Pat B is doing, and I can't remember what it's called right now, and I apologize, Pat. It's called Deconstructing Daycare. Deconstructing Daycare. Thank you. I and haven't all, listened to it yet, and though, but I do remember the name of it, so it's all, well, you're welcome. Because it reminds you of Deconstructing Harry. <sighs> Going back to... I'm oh, working on it. I'm working on it. I promise. He's emotionally working on it. I've already come to terms with the fact that a lot of people that I like are awful, Yeah, and you have to look at them being awful as part of their art. I guess. That's just what it is. It's like, no artist is perfect. No one I is guess. the paragon of all of your values. Yeah, but we're talking about child molestation. <laughs> we're not talking yeah, about someone's racist. Yeah, but you look into it and you're like, oh, this guy molested a child. I wonder how that affects his art. And then you put that into there. It's not just, it's not I that like, know, liking a person's art does not mean you like them, that you don't like child molesting. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. It's um, weird, though. I know it's weird and something that a lot of people have to deal with. Yeah. I'm a, I, I'm a Marxist, so I've already come to terms with <laughs> this stuff. Uh, <laughs> But yes, Deconstructing Daycare, which is all about looking at kids' cartoons and deep diving into the mythology of where did the Paw Patrol get their funding from and things like that. Sure. So, uh, so uh, until next time, which we haven't set whether or not we're what the next movie we're going to do is, uh, Kevin? 
You don't know what we can find. Why don't you come with me, little girl, on a magic carpet ride? Well. Seven Wolf, everybody. Comic, bullet, logic, 